Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, from verse 1 to verse 14. This is one of the most powerful, well-known scripture passage in the book of Ezekiel. It is the Lord who takes Ezekiel by the hand and who leads him along the path. And as they walk through the valleys of the land, they see a valley of dry bones. And Ezekiel sees the valley of dry bones, and he has a conversation with God. And God calls Ezekiel, son of man, do you think these bones can ever come back to life? And Ezekiel goes back to God and he says, well, Lord, you know, you know best. I have no idea, but with you, nothing is impossible. And the Lord says to Ezekiel, son of man, prophesy to these bones. And so as Ezekiel prophesies to these bones, they start to be a rattling sound that comes out of these bones. Ezekiel breathes life into these bones. Now, the first immediate reaction is to go back into the story of creation. So quite a number of scholars will look at the dry bones and the, the sermon around the dry bones as a representation or a recountering of the creation story of God. A God who's able to recreate out of nothing. But this comes with a little bit of an in-depth understanding. It is more than just recreation. It is a recreation after death. This is the resurrection. This is a new chance, a new birth, a new lease into life. And so in, in, in Ezekiel, we find this beautiful reality. And one of the things that we will need to look into is to look into our own lives and ask an important question. Is there an aspect in me that feels like it died long time ago? Do I feel that I, there is something in me that died? Do I feel that I need a new way of looking into things? I'm reminded of a, a, a couple who'd lived together, who'd been married for years, when one of them died. And I was talking to, to the spouse who had left. And he said to me, you know what, Father? When my wife died, a great part of me died with her. Because she was everything that I've ever known. And we've spent the best 50 years of our adult lives together. I lived for her. She lived for me. So now she's no longer here. I do not know what else to do. And we find people like that. We find parents who, who will tell you that I've always lived for my children. And I've always done things with my children. Now that they are gone, I do not know what else to do. Now that things have changed, I do not know what else to be. Because I can only identify and define myself because of them. And so to a large degree, quite a number of us have experienced deaths in our own lives. Let alone in our own families, in our own marriages as well. There are certain things in which we are numb. This has made me so numb. I no longer feel 
I'm afraid of going down that route. I'm afraid of opening that chapter. I'm afraid of taking a leap of faith. There are certain aspects in our own lives where we've just closed those doors, where we have told our minds never to remember, never to go down that route. And so when God talks through Ezekiel and he says, do you think these bones can still have life? Do you think these bones can still stand and praise God? I'm looking into my life. I'm looking into the lives of many people. And I'm saying, is there still hope for us? Is there still hope that things can get better? Is there still hope that we can still be healed? And I'm talking about spiritual healing, emotional healing, psychological healing. Places where we'd rather not go. Discussions that we'd rather not have. Conversations that we'd rather avoid. And God says, yes, there's still hope. He says, yes, I can still do something. I love what Ezekiel does. He breathes on this. He prophesies on this. He gives life to these things. And that's what God does. That's what the Spirit of God does. Come down, Spirit of the Most High. Recreate within us. Break everything that you may mold it again so that it may become that which you, O God, want it to be. Go back to that beautiful prayer. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you, O God, shall renew the face of the earth. Imagine that being said about us. You, O God, shall renew the face of my life. You, O God, shall renew the situation in my family. You, O God, will bring life back into me. That's the most beautiful reality that the Lord is giving us today through Ezekiel. Can there still be life? Can we still be saved? Can we still find that zeal, that oomph, that love that once made us crazily in love with God? That once made us trust other people? We look into many of our families. There used to be life in this family. We used to be happy together as a married couple. We used to be happy together as a family. We used to sit around the table and eat mom, dad, and children. We used to be a good, wonderful, great family. What happened? How did we lose it all? Now, well, we know how we've lost it, but the Lord says, I will still bring it back. I can still bring it back. That's what it's all about. And so as Ezekiel talks to the Lord and the Lord says and explains to Ezekiel, he says, the prophecy that you're talking about, the vision that you're seeing, it's about you people. He says, I want you to go to my people and say to them, I will raise them up from their graves. I will bring them up of their graves. And that is a beautiful liberation theological aspect. I will raise them up from their graves. I will deliver them. I will open your graves, God says. And I will raise you. I will bring you back to life. I'm always reminded of the beautiful account in the Gospel of John chapter 11. When Jesus goes into the grave of Lazarus. Mind you, Martha and Mary had told him, Lord, he has been dead for four days. There must be a stench by now. Jesus says, I don't care about a stench. 
And some of us have been dead for years. Some of us have become numb for years. Some of us don't even remember when last time we were truly, truly happy. Some of us don't remember when we were fully alive. And Jesus says, it's okay. It's okay. I will open those graves. And some of us, we, we, we've lived in the graves that we've built ourselves. Some live in the graves that have been built by people around us. And he says, I will open the graves. Go to John chapter 11. When Jesus stands outside the grave of Lazarus, the first thing he does, he says, remove that stone. Remove that which has closed him down. And sometimes we need to ask the Lord to help us to remove the stone that has psychologically, that has mentally, that has emotionally closed us in. The stone that has made us believe that we are so worthless, that we are so bad, that we are beyond redemption. And God says to us today, no, I want to open those graves. Now, this is absolutely fascinating because when the Lord says, I want to open those graves, he says, I want to open the wound so that I can heal it. I want to go back to the situation that hurts you the most so that I can put my healing hand on it. I want to go back to that experience that you've never told anybody. I want to go back to that experience that no one else knows except you and I. And I want us to deal with it. And he says, I will open your graves. And so when Jesus goes in front of Lazarus' tomb, he says, get rid of that stone. I need it away. Because there are certain things that are hindrances in our lives. That the Lord wants to heal us, but fear gets the better out of us. Oh Lord, I'm so scared. Oh Lord, I'm so ashamed. Oh Lord, I do not know what you will think. He says, I, I, I know what I will think. I know how I will feel. I still love you because you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. That's what God says all the time. And he says, I will open it. I will bring you out of it. And that's what he does through Lazarus. He calls him by name. He says, Lazarus, Lazarus, get out. And it's this beautiful account of, of Ezekiel. He says, I will open the graves and I will take you out of that. Imagine a God who says, I want to take you out of your misery. I have come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. The gospel of John chapter 10, verse 10. He says, I want you out of your graves. I want you to know that you are my people. He says, I will raise you up. I will bring you to your homes and people will know that I am the Lord, your God. Whatever you are going through, whatever we are going through as a family, as a people, as individuals, this is the promise of God. Not only will I open the graves, I will raise you up, I will bring you home, and people will know that I, the Lord your God, have done this. May the Queen Virgin Mother of God continue to pray with us. May she plead on our behalf to God. And may Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.